K5, recording for Hacker Public Radio, and I'm sitting in with Jason from the Beagleboard uh, Company, or... It's, it's a project name. Project name, and uh, whose project is it? Well, um, so it's, well, it's everybody's project. It's an open source project, but um, TI is the one that, Texas Instruments is the one that makes the, the chips that's uh, used on the, on the Beagleboard, and that's who I work for. Um, but uh, lots of non-TI people involved in the project, for sure. Um, Russ, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you as well. I'm, I'm not real familiar with the BeagleBoard project, so I thought I'd come over here and uh, maybe introduce myself and a bunch of others to it, hopefully. So give us a little bit of a rundown on what the BeagleBoard is. And uh, you say it's an open source project, and a lot of people are more familiar with software when it comes to open source than hardware. So uh, give us a little bit of a rundown on the BeagleBoard itself. Well, there's quite a few open hardware projects emerging where people give away all the details for, for reproducing the hardware, you know, yourself. Um, so BeagleBoard falls into, into that category. But it really it's focused on trying to take the, the processors that are initially coming out for, like, the high-end mobile phones that are starting to approach, you know, desktop, you know, performance and, and make it possible for hackers and hobbyists uh, to do things on their own um, with those with those processors, so uh, similar in some way to the Arduino project, or yeah, I think it's it's um it's similar in a lot of ways to to Arduino. The the, the class of performance is quite different. Um, the ability to, to to hand solder some of the parts um, is quite different, right? The 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 processor being used on the BeagleBoard. You know, has over 500 pins and it's a 0.4 millimeter ball pitch. So you're not. It's pretty difficult uh, stuff to just solder yourself. Although multiple, you can you can find contract manufacturers, professionals, and stuff that can build it. Um, but you can do a lot once it's down on the board for you. From here, you can wire it up to a lot of things, and um, and that's where that's where it really gets opened up for you. Okay, well, that sounds interesting. I'm not into a lot of hardware hacking myself, so... Um, no, I didn't even intend for it to, to actually be a real hardware project. Um, certainly wanted to, all the schematics and every all the, the hardware details to be shared, but I intended it to just be for, for software people to hack up and make some, some web platform stuff. It just, you know, how these open things sort of find a life of, of their own, and the, the hardware hackers just started showing up, really. So the, you transformed it, or it transformed itself, I guess, from a software project into a hardware project. So what do you what do you see the BeagleBoard being used as primarily right now? Um, a lot of robotic stuff. So this uh, HexPod from, from CatCan is one thing that uh, we brought by today. But So a lot of people see doing robotics, some hacks with connects, and, um, you know, the, the Xbox 360 Connect hooking that up over USB to the BeagleBoard, doing stuff like that. Um, uh, automated uh, drones, you know, flying vehicles. Um, home entertainment centers, you can run Xbox Media Center on it and make up a home theater, PC, um, uh, web browser stuff, kiosks type of things where you can like, put information displays and then have maybe something interactive um, with a, a you know, web camera or something on it. Uh, um, putting sensor stuff, sensor data collection stuff out in the, in the world and 
you know, because you can run off of batteries. Um, uh, wearables, people like to do wearable hacks um, where they'll somehow, you know, hook it up to eyeglasses or, or something. But so uh, as far as the Beagle board itself is concerned, I mean, how much uh, does it have a particular, like, CPU chipset or anything like that? What kind of I.O. devices, mm-hmm. things like that? The, well, the Beagle board itself is uh, it's an ARM microprocessor, um, so it's a, but it's a lot higher performance than older ARMs. I mean, I don't know if you how much you know about ARM, or maybe your listeners would not know about ARM, but it's a really, really common processor in mobile phones and uh, and embedded systems. But it's a, the BeagleBoard is running a gigahertz uh, processor, and it's super scalar. Um, so you can think of about it as running, you know, just the, the main processor is running about 2 billion instructions per second. Uh, it's a single-core single ARM processor? It, well, it is a single-core single ARM processor today. You know, we'll look at maybe in the future going to, to multi-core uh, it does have a, a DSP in there as well, so an 800 megahertz uh, C6000 DSP, which is a, a, an eight functional unit DSP. So it, it runs uh, essentially eight instructions per cycle. It's a very long instruction word, so it's uh, you know, like in one instruction is 256 bits. Okay. Um, and you know, so there's eight 32-bit instructions run every cycle on that core. Okay. Um, and that's an 800 megahertz core. And it's, there's some so a couple of video acceleration functions associated with that that DSP core uh, and then there's a 3D graphics engine um, an imagination SGX uh, power VR uh, 3D graphics accelerator so if you want to run quake it's a great engine for running quake okay I mean uh, how, how close is it to like a fully functional say PC if you wanted to build uh, a computer out of it well you can download a standard Ubuntu distribution if you want right so Ubuntu for arm runs on it great uh, Fedora for arm is out there Gentoo um, you know a lot of stuff I do is with uh, angstrom based on open embedded but uh, um, it looks a lot like the Debian package that's if you want to run Debian for arm um, yeah, you, it, sometimes the, the, the individual, in, in the ARM world, the board-specific stuff uh, tends to be a, um, a bit more specific than in, in the, 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 the standard PC world, so you need to be, you, it may take you a little bit of extra effort to figure out uh, how to get to do the startup, but once you get going, it's going to run just like your you know, regular Linux PC, right? Cause, because most of that's all open source software, so it moves between architectures pretty easily. Right, and I know this little device you have here that you got shipped from Taiwan is actually running Android on it, so how well yeah. does it handles Android pretty well? Uh, yeah, there's um, a project called a Rowboat. Um, there's also 0x Droid, and uh, there's, there's several different projects to try to put out on uh, open platforms, uh, you know, support for, for Android. And uh, yeah, yeah. So it's you can you can run um, gingerbread on the, the Beagle board if you want. Uh, I think that Honeycomb's not out yet, free yet. I think that they're still uh, holding that back and, and and trying to prevent the hackers from doing too many crazy things from with uh, with Honeycomb yet. But yeah, if you if you want, you can you can um, you can even run like a Cyanogen mod on the Beagle board. Uh, some folks have got that that loaded up using Robo Project for the for the base Android and then pulling in the. Uh, cyanogen mod hacks. All right, so uh, you guys uh, sponsored the uh, Indiana Linux Fest this time around, and uh, you obviously came here and wanted to show off your product. So what would you like people to know? What would you come here to tell people about the Beagle board, and, and where can they get more information or uh, even obtain one if they wanted? Uh, of course, if you visit BeagleBoard.org, that's the place for all the information. Uh, there's, a, there's a buy page on there. You can get a list of distributors for the board itself. Uh, the... the 
Um, board the, revision, the previous revision that was the OMAP 3530 that has a, uh, um, a 720 megahertz processor instead of the gigahertz processor doesn't have any extra USB ports. You can get that now for $125. Um, and then the um, you know the XM version, the latest that's running at gigahertz with the extra USB ports and the 512 megabytes of RAM um, is out there for $149 from distributors. So as far as uh, programming and like a barrier to entry to getting into playing around with this, you'd say that's pretty low. Uh, average person can deal with it pretty much. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's pretty low, and that the average person, if 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 you're if you can deal with Linux, you know, I think if you're already a Linux hacker, that um, there's a couple things in the bootload. Now with the the XM version, there's no NAND flash, there's no non non volatile memory on the board itself. And what you can do is use the Ubuntu. Uh, image writer, like you would make a bootable image for your PC to boot off of a USB stick, you can do the exact same thing for the BeagleBoard, right? You just program the SD card um, with the Ubuntu image writer if you can get a, a you know an image of the system that you want to run, and um, it'll just boot and run. So um, yeah, I think the the, the bare point to, it, it, it's it's it went through a little bit of a, a rough spot. Um, you know, was the the really geeky hackers came in and and kind of you know geeked it up a little bit, and, and now it's kind of getting back to the point where um, you know lots of the, 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 lots of other people can get into it for sure. Okay, I, I happened to notice when I looked over at it here that you had uh, S video and uh, HDMI connectors on it, so it will handle uh, high definition video. Yeah, abs- absolutely. You can do. Um, uh, 720p um, video decode, and, um, and this is actually a we call that a, a DVID connector because there's no audio out on there. So uh, you know, it hooks up to your standard HD TV, and you can do HD uh, uh, 720. Um, you can do higher resolutions than that, but it wouldn't support the full 60 frames per second if you go much much higher than 720p. Okay. Um, but if you wanted to lower the the, res- the the frame rate, you could do even higher resolutions than that. It's limited at 2048 by 2048. I don't think a lot of people can really tell a difference between 720p and 1080i or 1080p, really. Uh, don't, don't try telling them that, though. <laughs> okay, I won't do that. But Okay, well, um, anything, any parting words you want to say about the BeagleBoard? It sounds like an interesting project, and I'd definitely like to check it out myself, uh, not having known anything about it before now. Uh, you know, I, I love it. If, um, if TI got rid of me tomorrow, I'd still be, be hacking with the project. No, I think, I think you covered it pretty well. <laughs> Okay, great. Well, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Nice to meet you, Jason, and thank you very much. Nice to meet you, Russ. Thanks.